This week on It's So Bad, the definition of insanity is making an endless series of games in the Far Cry series as we play Far Cry 3 for the podcast. You're back. I'm back. It's been a long time, baby, but I'm back. Here for a good Ubisoft good time. Yeah, that's what this is. It's a <laughs> Ubisoft game. I like how it's it's now Ubisoft, like officially. It was it bounced back and forth between Ubisoft and Ubisoft, but now it's officially Ubisoft. Yeah. Is that because they oh. went with Uplay and not Uplay? Is that why? No. They committed no, to the U? It's because now they call all their games a Ubisoft original, as opposed to an Ubisoft or whatever. Or an or an an Ubisoft. Wow, interesting. A yeah. Ubisoft. Okay, interesting. Well, this is a company as as we go forward. I think I'm more and more passionate about throughout the years because every year I'm like, shit, how many Ubisoft games have I played this year? Like you know, I feel I'm like the, big fan of Creed. Yeah. Obviously, fucking playing Watch Dogs Legion right now. Um, you know, big Splinter Cell fan. South Park, you know, can't forget that fucking golden game. The Ghost Recon uh, series, Division. We uh, collectively did Rainbow Six Siege recently, and we I have 300 hours on that game. Jesus. Uh, Steve, Steve has like 500 hours on that game. Only 300 like, hours? Wow. T- Tim has like 500 <laughs> hours on that game. So yes, we are also U- Ubisoft fans as well. Um, but yeah, Ubisoft. They're, they're always this company, when I think of Ubisoft, I always think of them as like, they're really good games, but they're never like the best games. Yeah, I can see that. You know? Yeah, Tim. Tim and I are also here too. I know we skipped our introductions, but I just want to. Tim, I want to give us a voice in this <laughs> yeah, hey, in this Steve. Ubisoft good, good podcast. We are, we are here. We exist. <laughs> we're changing it up. We're not introducing everybody. Only we're introducing here. Matt and Ubisoft. Only the important only people. Exclusively, Ubisoft gets a like a five minute intro. Absolutely. Like well, you, I, was, I was excited Ubisoft. out of the gate. <laughs> Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, follow us on the Twitter at It's So Bad Pod. Email us, It's So Bad Pod at gmail.com. We're adding this week the game Far Cry 3 to the endless list of video games. So, Matt, you picked this one or you were had an interest in this one. What is Far Cry? What is the series? What is this game? Well, so I'll tell you my experience with the game. So back in 2018, like right after my son was born, um, Far Cry 5 had just come out, and I was home on paternity leave. So I chose, you know, kind of a game to play for, you know, nap schedules and maybe any free time I would have. So I got Far Cry 5. It was my first Far Cry game, and I really enjoyed playing it a lot. Like, I kind of like, you know, my wife and I are big into, like, docuseries and stuff like that. We watched, like, the stuff, you know, go on in Waco. Um, There was a ton of documentaries, actually, at that time on tv i can't name them but it it, it kind of seemed like almost it played out that way so the the seed family is kind of like the the main like antagonist villain in um in that game so playing through that i really enjoyed that so in you know in our discord i remember you guys kind of making a lot of jokes about Voss or talking about Voss and far cry, cry 3 so i have having not played that game i got interested in that so that's why i chose it for you know a game to nominate for our list 
Yeah, so open world action, uh, first person shooter game, um, kind of in the very Ubisoft model where there's a lot of shit to do on the map. Um, came out in 2012. Um, I think, uh, Tim, you played this game before, right? Before we Oh, yeah, this is my podcast. second playthrough, actually, yeah. And Steve, you played this before? Yeah, this is actually my... I didn't finish it this time, but this would have been my third playthrough uh, on oh. this. Uh, what, what other Far Cry games have you guys all played? I played the original Far Cry when it came out. Um, I don't think I beat it, but I played it on like Xbox or Xbox 360 when it came out. Uh, and I was really into it. But it was it was weird. That game, like halfway through you kind of like get like mutant powers which you kind of do in this game too but like you turn into like a predator basically in in the wild and i always thought that was like a weird direction for it because it wasn't quite what i was expecting and this game is much closer what i to what i expected for the first far cry but they're all kind of similar you're like a guy who winds up on an island but so yeah i played that one and then i was really into the the premise for this game far cry 3 when it came out so i played it I played the Blood Dragon expansion after that came out, and then I played Far Cry 4, and that's that's pretty much been my experience with Far Cry. Well, after hearing yeah. you say about Far Cry 1, uh, Primal makes a little more sense now. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I think, yeah, they went back to the well on that a little bit. Well, uh, the only ones I've played was 4, and uh, I dabbled in 5 when it released, but I got quickly distracted with life. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to pick yeah. that one up eventually. I uh, played like 20 hours of four and then I was like, um, I've got other games to play. And I did that like earlier this year. So Well, that's the problem with a lot of like these games and like Assassin's Creed, they've just become like too big. And that's why I think where this, this uh, Far Cry 3 falls in like a pretty good sweet spot where it's, it's big and it's open, but it's not too big. And you yeah. can like fast travel like pretty much everywhere to where you need to be pretty quick. That's definitely yeah. an issue. That's definitely an issue. And they've also become kind of cookie cutter too. Like they're just oh, like, they're almost like Madden or Call of Duty. Like they come out yeah. every couple of years. They make a little tweak, they make a little tweak to the formula, but yeah. it's, it's the core gameplay. And then they're long too. And that, yeah, I, I feel like Far Cry 3 was actually kind of the one that like made the cookie cutter mold for the current mm -hmm. iteration of Far Cry games. So like it felt fresh when it came out, but now you've played like, you know, three or four different versions of it. Yeah, at this and point. Like each, each map keeps getting bigger. Uh, like Far Cry Four was, it it was a struggle to get through for me, but I did it, and it was fun. I enjoyed it, but you know, you get to, you get to that grind, which I kind of got to near the end of this, but but not to a point where I'm like, I'm just gonna stop. But definitely. How many hours did it out. take you to finish four? Four? Ooh, I don't know. At least twenty to thirty, probably. Yeah, I think five took me about thirty-five, but I got sucked into like the side missions, mm. which I didn't too much in, you know, Far Cry Three as we went through it. But yeah, I tried I to do as much as I could. A lot of the side missions on this game were just so boring. It would be like go to the river and like find this person, and then like they would be there. Yeah, yeah, the side missions in this game were pretty terrible. Yeah, there yeah. was a couple that were okay, um, but for the most part, it was like walk like thirty feet to the right. I did like, person. I did like the collectibles. That's something mm -hmm. I really like in these games. I yeah. like the, like the hunting missions. Path of the Hunter was in this. I thought the Trials of the Rock Yacht, which is like the, um, those were a lot of fun. Yeah, like waves, they had like special stuff. Yeah, yeah, waves of enemies, or sometimes it's like you have a rocket launcher and you have to just destroy all these cars. My favorite like, one was just becomes like a Grand Theft Auto game. Every those, kill those you got, your weapon changed, and. Oh, that one was a lot of fun. 
because it cycled through like twelve different weapons, and it really fucked with you every time. You know, you, you get you got like an M MP5, and then all of a sudden you got switched to like a fucking bow and arrow or something. Yeah, I was gonna say it's really the sandboxy the sandboxy like element of these games that I think is the most fun part. We're just kind of like, you know running from one group of enemies in the jungle lost some like random creature attacks you or like you're trying to like infiltrate a base that you happen to stumble upon like the side mm -hmm. missions or whatever the main story missions or whatever like you do you go through some cool set pieces but like it's really just kind of the like feeling your way through the jungle and like finding resources and getting into random like fights that along the way that that's like the fun part of this game i think i think that and you can certainly play it in your own style too like you can take your time and like slowly infiltrate these bases because you gotta, you know, unlock yeah, you all, the, all these bases, or you could just just run in there and just well, light it up and throw some some grenades and mock tough. Yeah, the cool thing is that they uh, have like the insta kill button. Like yeah. if you sneak up on somebody, you can mm -hmm. instantly kill somebody. Mm -hmm. That's like the the one of the funnest parts of this game is. Yeah. I I really enjoyed. And you know, I didn't do. I think I did like fifty percent of the time. Like, especially in the early game, you have to kind of stealth because there's not a lot of guns open to you, yeah. so you have to like methodically work your way around a camp. But then at the end, it's just like, I just have a grenade launcher, and I'm just gonna throw a couple grenades into this outpost, and everybody's gonna die. Yeah, so. once I really started crafting uh, the fire arrows and the bomb arrows, it was just like everything was just chaos because I would just light up. <laughs> A huge area of, and on fire like in one of the bases and just it was the most fun that's yeah. why that's actually why i quit four is because i got the grenade launcher in four and the grenade launcher was so fucking op that no matter what situation i got in it was like two seconds and i was done because i had a grenade launcher yeah, and I would, I'd always get to the point in these games where I just wanted to use the bow and arrow at the end, and it was usually around the point where I would, like got too OP. I was like, i got to put some restraints on myself here because I am <laughs> yeah. just like tearing through people. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be the bow and arrow guy now. <laughs> so the hunting in this game kind of threw... Like, it's, it's, that annoyed me a little bit because like earlier on in the game, you, you do have to hunt for um, you know different resources and stuff like that to craft like a bigger rucksack and, and to get... Because you're collecting stuff throughout the entire game and it seems like it fills up pretty quickly between you know crafting a bigger wallet crafting a bigger sack for for your uh plants and shit like that um and the hunting like it just i felt like the animals fucking ran away from you so goddamn fast like you kind of just running around like a lunatic all the time and you bump into a group of enemies um so that was like one of the things i thought was kind of not as refined in the game or well, in this game as as opposed to like some of the other ones yeah, this you, this playthrough for me is probably the first time I utilized like the hunter's instinct uh, syringe. Yeah, you really yeah. need the hunter's I instinct just kept, syringe. Like cranking those out, especially when like there was a couple where you had to hunt like three jaguars and stuff like that, and right, it was just impossible. Yeah, I use the hunter's instinct whenever I had to hunt something, and I, I learned that I think pretty quickly in four that you yeah. have to use those. So. Yeah, I mean, this game um, came out in November of 2012, just for some background. Uh, 2012 is the same year we got our fan favorite, podcast favorite game, Dishonored. Uh, Mass Effect 3 came out that year. Borderlands 2, Diablo 3, Journey. Assassin's Creed 3 came out that year. Spec Ops The Line. Halo 4. Those were the, the big games that wow. year. what a year. Uh, <laughs> I, very, yeah. I very distinctly remember this gaming year because I 
had an Xbox in college and it broke and I didn't have it for a while and this was right after I graduated and I had like just bought a new Xbox to start mm-hmm. gaming again and all these games came out so like that holiday season I just played all those games that you just talked about <laughs> for the most part like I just went nuts <clears throat> I was pretty out on video games at this point I think I like I like wanted to get back in because of Mass Effect 3 and then I was like this game it's hard to believe you were ever got really out bad on reviews. video games I was. I was out for a good, like, four years whoa, or so. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The ending of Mass Effect 3 is the problem yes. there. Let's just right. put that out there. The rest of the game's great. <laughs> I don't even, I wouldn't know. I just wouldn't know. I think, I've never played it. I think it has the best gameplay. Anyway, that's a, that's for a separate podcast. Yeah, wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. But, yeah. Anyway. Good year. Good year for gaming. Uh, that, like, 2012 to 2013 flip. Um, yeah, so it came out. The game came out on PC, PS3, Xbox 360, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, kind of a cross-generation game because they had multiple iterations of it. It was originally a PS3 and Xbox 360 game. As those systems came out, I think in 2013, 2014 was when PS4 and Xbox One came out. I think it was 2014 or 2013. I think it was 2013, like November of 2013. I think it might have been 14, but hmm. good question. I'm looking it up. I remember I, I, could, I got mine in 2014. I remember that. Uh, November 15th, 2013. Ah. I was going to say, I got mine release date and I don't remember. <laughs> I remember being excited, but <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> the exact date. People, like, I always feel like the first year, people are always, like, off on one year because the first year of consoles has, like, no games for it. And this has, like, yeah. gone back to, like, the PS4 era. Where the first year is just like a, a wash. There's like nothing that comes out. But yeah, so cross-generation game developed by Ubisoft Montreal. Um, I found it interesting. So they had, this is truly like a globally developed game. So Ubisoft Montreal was the game's lead developer responsible for creating the single player game. But um, the following studios were involved. So Massive Entertainment created the multiplayer portion. Uh, Ubisoft Shanghai designed the missions and crafted the AI for wildlife. Hmm. Ubisoft Bucharest provided quality assurance QA. Ubisoft Reflections assisted Montreal on the design of vehicles. And Red Storm Entertainment was responsible for making the PC version and the game's user interface. As well, West Studio created early concept art for the game. So there's like a ton, a ton, an absolute ton of people involved in the making of this game, which I thought was funny. Yeah, I wonder how how common that is to for a game to be developed like globally like that. Pretty, pretty common, I think. Um, uh, but I think this in particular, there was like a lot of studios yeah. involved. Well, I would uh, say, especially Ubisoft too, because Ubisoft is so big as it is too, right. and they have like a lot of sub studios under them, like Red Storm Entertainment. When you said that, I was like, that sounds familiar. Look it up. Like they do a lot of like Tom Clancy stuff um, yeah. for Ubisoft. Yeah. So. Um, like the big global studios will do it. Like Bethesda has um, a number of studios that they leverage for all of their games, and I'm sure they'll get mo- they'll leverage more now that they're part of Microsoft. Oh, yeah. And um, what else? What else am I I'm thinking of? Examples here. Shit, I thought of one and I forgot it. Oh, like even Nintendo does it. So Nintendo has like um, working on Breath of the Wild two now. What it's tentatively called um, is not only Nintendo. But Monolith Software is also working on that in some capacity as well. So there's like 
every every company uses multiple studios generally to make games. Every big company, I should say. But but yes, um, they originally wanted to continue the narrative from one and two. I did one and two have the same protagonist? I don't think so. I think it was different. Yeah. But essentially, you know, guy stuck on island. But I think that the original protagonist is like a smuggler or something like that. I don't think he's like a like an extreme sports tourist like you are in this game. Right. Um, but they abandoned that because a number of member a number of the original team left during the development of the game. Um, they were said to be inspired by Elder Scrolls as well as Red, Red Dead Redemption in terms of the geography and oh. spacing. Um, and also how they used like logical places that would be on an island. They tried to like make it so that it just wasn't an outpost, but there was like some function to the outpost. Like it was like a gas station or it was like an that's, airplane or a port cool. or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I remember being, I remember being impressed at the time, like the Elder Scrolls comparison makes sense because Skyrim was around out at about this time too. And I played it. And I remember being like, what really impressed me about this game initially was that it was a first-person shooter open-world game, which there weren't that many of back then. Like there was, there were some probably, but like I, that felt fresh to me at that point. Um, it's like, oh, I can go, I can go anywhere and do anything. But I'm like a first-person shooter guy. I'm not just like in a hallway with guys and I got to get to the end of the level. Right. It's like there's yeah. there's all these missions. So that that was cool. Yeah, and I mean, this game originally was was like meant to be. I think the first one was like kind of a tech demo for the Crytek engine that they were doing, which allowed you to create these massive worlds. So they just kind of went off of it, off of that that little subset of an idea, and became this like huge franchise, which now spans six games. And there's a ton of spinoffs. So we mentioned Primal, and Primal, I didn't. I was like distracted for a second but we were talking about primal i remembered that in four there are sections where you go and you're like a hunter hunting down animals that's where primal comes from because primal's a spinoff of four right and there's like another post-apocalyptic one i think too yeah new dawn new dawn yep that takes place after five ends is that a standalone or is that just dlc to five it's like no, it's, 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 like, it's like Blood Dragon. Yeah, it's like Blood Dragon. It's like standalone DLC, if that makes sense. Like it's it's like yeah. its own story, own game. Like Primal, but it's based on yeah. the same like game engine for the previous game. Basically, yeah, like, what happens is like fifteen hour campaign. I think I read on how right. long the beat back the day, but yeah, gotcha. It's basically what happens is that they use all of these studios and they create all of these assets and they're like, we might as well use them again and get as much money as we can out of them. And that's what generally how it works. It gives you the off year game. You know, it's the black ops to your main call of duty game. You know, you got to keep, right. you got to keep things going. It's your, um, what, what was the name of the, um, Wolfenstein game? Uh, young, the young one Bloods. that, yeah. Young bloods. Oh, it's the Wolfenstein young bloods. Miserable game. It's the Majora's Mask to to the Ocarina of Time. Hey, you know? hey, hey, hey! <laughs> hey, well, I, hey. Lo- I love Majora's Mask, so let's let's everyone pump the brakes, okay? <laughs> I I actually I actually don't care for it. So oh, well, I mean, I love it based on my twelve year old brain memory of it, but I had a great time with that game. I was very confused as a child, but we'll get to there someday. Um, yeah, so we talked a lot about the gameplay. We've talked a lot um, about. The development what we haven't really talked about is the story um and for me like coming into this game i had started for i got it cheap and i was like i'll play that so i played that and i got that experience and then everybody's like you should play three three has the best villain it's like the greatest villain and then i play it and i'm like 
Yeah, he's okay. He's kind of like the South American Joker. That's yep, I 100% agree he, with you so far. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, I'm like, he's pretty good, but then he dies, like, halfway through the game, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Why is that Yeah, I think why he, is this happening? he's awesome, and he's, like, a great start. You just, like, you just get thrown right into the fire with him. Um, there's a point. There's they, a point where you where you have to like steal a helicopter, and then like he comes out of nowhere at the end of it, and he's like, "Ha ha, I got you, motherfucker!" And I was <laughs> like, "Oh man, that boss!" I, I, I think twirling my mustache at him. They really did him dirty with how you defeat him too. And Absolutely. I honestly, when I first played it, I was like, "Well, that that didn't really happen. That must have been like just some like weird like trip out, some dream or something." Right. Yeah. Um, and for that to actually, they do be that the way, a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they, they, they basically do that, do three that times. how uh, the 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 main bad dude. Well, I forget his name. Um, I fucking forget. It's been so, it's been a while. But uh, yeah, there's, a, there's an American. Hoyt, like, Hoyt Volker is is the main bad guy at the end. Yeah, yeah, and you do like the same kind of scenario when you're fighting, but like in a void. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just fight? Weird. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just still put think it in Boss an arena. Is, like, was a phenomenal character. And I thought he he was all he was just always on. It was great, and like right from the start, just like calling you a pussy and shit like that. And oh, I loved it. I, I liked Boss. I th- I think at the time too, like it was very cool because it was like clearly like an actor and like a motion capture type performance. Like they tried to like bring his expressions and his performance to life, and that was cool because he wasn't just like a guy behind a glass talking to you like. He was in the cutscenes. He was moving around. He was kind of unpredictable and crazy. Like he said crazy shit, mm-hmm. and like that was that was very appealing and fun. Like he was kind of like yeah, he was definitely like a Joker type villain. Like in the uh, yeah. you know in the wake of Dark Knight. Um, but I but I do agree. It's kind of weird that he dies so early. Like it's like that classic like misdirection. Like oh, and I thought this guy was the right. bad guy. Actually, it's this other bad guy. I'm but, fine with him dying early. It's just like the way you have to kill him. Right, yeah. But I was going to say, I feel like, the, for me, I really, really like this game, but I really, really fondly remember, like, the beginning of this game, mm. and it does become, like, a slog towards the end of it, too, which is true a lot. Yeah. A lot of games, and Far Cry is uh, in there as well. Um, but like, It's the Ubisoft bloat, is right. what it is. Right. They just bloat the shit out of games. Right, so, like, when you're, when you're running around early in the game, and you have no resources, and you can't hold that much ammo, and you got one gun, and it's like, everything is, fat- is lethal to you. Like, that's right. the part where you gotta, like, improvise, and you're like, oh shit, I am, like, I'm just like some some scrub who washed up on the beach with a gun, basically. Like, how do I survive? And like, Voss is like very much tied into that part of the story, and it's really fun. And then as you go go along, you get more OP. The whole world opens up. Turns out there's this other like generic bad guy behind Voss, and it's like, ah, all right, um, fair and There's enough. a second second island. Yeah, too, a whole second island. Uh, I really did like the uh, that Sam, is it Sam that German American dude? Yeah, I thought he, he was, was great. a great character. And when he, <laughs> spoiler alert, when he died, I was. Like, I was bad. I was shocked. <laughs> I was upset, <laughs> which is great. But yeah, I mean, yeah. that was a wild turn of events. And then that turns into like the awkward, shitty battle when you finally defeat the main main dude. Oh, and there's like the final battle when Flight of the Valkyries plays. Yes, yeah, that's actually. And you're in the yeah. plane. That's <laughs> badass. <laughs> but I will say, so like all, I will say, okay, like the villains and. That stuff, the, the the way they do the villains is good, and some of the way some of the missions are good. Some of them, I think, most of the main missions are like pretty pretty okay. Some of them are kind of repetitive, and some of them are just kind of bog standard. But they they have a good variety of what you do in the main story missions. What I will say that I fucking hated, I don't like Jason Brody. 
I don't like any of his friends. No, all his friends right. are pieces of shit. Exactly. Yeah, and he's a he's a piece of shit too. Yeah. And that his, I mean that's like kind of the very story. Annoying too. Like the more he talks, oh my god, like, shut the fuck up! I don't want to listen to you talk anymore. Just go kill people. <laughs> Stop your fucking whining. It's not, I, not I, Michael Mundo. Can we talk about Michael Mundo for a minute? Fucking voice and blast. Oh like, yeah, Michael Man- Mando or whatever his name is, the guy yeah, from Nacho Varga. I went down like a little bit of a, a, a black hole for him the other day. He's he's in Better Call Saul. Um, I don't yep. know if you guys remember like the Scorpion, um, yeah, the Spider-Man Homecoming at the yep. end. Oh, like, he was he's, Scorpion. He's going to be Scorpion, or was yep. supposed to be Scorpion at some point. Like, yeah, he's oh, been in some. Oh. He's been in some stuff. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, he's like he's on the ferry right at that point in Spider-Man. I if he's I, on I this ferry. Yeah, I think he's in the parking garage at one point, too, with them when, like, Donald Glover is there. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, but yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure um, Vulture is selling weapons to him on the ferry that gets split in half in the first one. Yeah, that might Homecoming. be right. That might be right. I've seen those movies way too much. <laughs> love, me my, love me some Spider-Man. But yeah, he's he's great. I love him. He's awesome, and and he's like one of the he's the best part of Better Call Saul. I haven't seen um, the latest season, but up until like four season four, I was like, this guy's awesome. Fucking love him. So it was. Uh, I didn't realize that he was Voss until I started playing this game, and I was like, holy shit, that's Michael Mando. And he was also <laughs> Voss in a live action thing that uh, Ubisoft did, and I think I think it was for Machinima. Uh, what? What uh? Tell us about that. I mean, Tim. it was just hilarious. It had like McLovin in it. I don't know what that actor's name is. Name uh, is. But it was funny. It's just like they just catch him on the island trying to make like a like a wildlife show or something. I think it's been a while since I've seen it. And then they just catch him and then he just buries him in the sand and just tortures him for like fifteen minutes. And it's pretty funny. And then in the game, there's an achievement. You can actually like find the the lost Hollywood star. And there's someone just like buried in the sand, like somewhere on the coast of the island. It's kind of funny. Huh. So they like kind of tied it in there. But it was it's really it's funny. Chris- it's a, worth a watch. It's only like 30 minutes. Christopher Charles Mintz Plassey is uh, McLovin's name. If you're yeah, right. I'm never gonna remember that at all. It was right on the tip of your tongue. I could <laughs> <Yeah>. tell. <laughs> he was also. Don't forget that he was also in Kickass as well. He was. He's been in some stuff. He was in Role Models. Uh, I just have his Wikipedia page up right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Also, that's did what you he guys was in. He was in, in, he was in Kickass Two. <laughs> oh, that's right. The, Kickass Two. He was the bad guy. Did you guys that. notice with this that there was like just basically like two levels of difficulty, and it was like once you killed Voss, and like then you, there was a mission to like save people that were like held prisoner on like a being transported. That that mission had just oh, yeah. ramped up. It was like the last mission before you went to the second island. Yeah. And then it was just like I feel like it. It didn't have a progression. It was just like one and two. Yeah, for me though, like I was so diligent about clearing all the outposts um, and doing all like the side shit that uh, and doing all like getting all the radio towers to unveil the map yeah. that I was just so OP by the time I got to that point that it wasn't didn't really matter. Yeah, I mean that's and I had so many like ability points. Yeah, I mean that's kind of how I was doing it too. I like <laughs> anytime I like activated a radio tower, I would just first thing clear out those two outposts and then kind of move that way this yeah that's how i did it too uh, this game is like appeals to all of my baser instincts in video games which is like clearing up maps by climbing towers 
um, the whole, there's this page that has all the collectibles and all of the outposts that you do that fills in. It says you've done like five out of 30 of these outposts and there's like certain it's where, rewards you get for doing it. Like, that's like, I love that shit. The, I'm just like, give me more of that cry, shit. I'm fill bars. Far Cry and Assassin's Creed really overlap on that. I was just going to oh, say that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, between yeah. Assassin's Creed and yeah. Far Cry, it's it like, like the Ubisoft... Ubisoft like simultaneously like seeded my love for open mm-hmm. world games mm-hmm. and then like ruined them for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like ah, oh, it's too much Ubisoft. Stop! It's like oh god. Like now, like Odyssey is like sixty Legion, hours. Legion right now, and it's very much the same formula. Like it sucks you into like liberating London, and I'm like I've liberated London. I I probably play like five missions of the main game. <laughs> oh yeah, you I get you, you like I get like anxiety playing these games sometimes too cuz I got to like manage my side missions and my exploration mm-hmm. before I advance yeah. the story and I got to make sure yeah. I'm like leveling up abilities and stuff and it's like did I miss something? And then you get to a point where you've like exhaust you you get exhausted from doing that. And it's like, well, now I don't care yeah. about anything anymore and I'm just going to like yeah, mainline you just, you the just main mission. Yeah, mainline it. Yeah. 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 It's the exact way I am. <laughs> I did I do find it funny though cuz like I think I played, like, I didn't play a lot of open world games for a while. Like, I played the Grand Theft Auto. I've played every Grand Theft Auto game. I've, like, always wanted to play those games. Like, um, but I never really played an Ubisoft game up until a few years ago. And I think it was pretty much after I played uh, Breath of the Wild. So playing Breath of the Wild and then playing, like, the Ubisoft Tower games is, like, um, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, this is where they get it from, but they did it so much better in Breath of the Wild. I think <laughs> with me, typically with open world games, I just get like too ADD and too distracted, and then I just get bored, typically. But this is like the one, a few like games that like it falls in that sweet spot because it's still like short enough and small enough where you can get away with doing yeah. a couple side missions yeah. here and not get too distracted. Um, so I think that, that's one thing that's got going for it. <laughs> I really want to play another Assassin's Creed game. But, like, um, and I really want to play Odyssey in particular. Um, f- not for the podcast, just in general. Because I played Origins, and I really liked Origins. Origins but I look at the nu- look at the number of on how long to beat for those games, and I'm just like, Ugh. It's huge. It's kids, it's kids. Sh- I can't yeah. fucking play Odyssey, I have 50 hours in. I think I'm, like, God a damn. quarter of the way into that game or something. Like, a third I of the way through. I have 10 hours in Odyssey. Odyssey's one of those games. Like, you know, I'm obviously a big Creed fan. I talk about that all the time. But, like, the I feel like that game's, like, very much its own game. Like, it doesn't, it feels like a Creed to some aspect, but, like, you don't have the hidden blade. The story's kind of, like, way out there. It's extremely Wait, long. in Odyssey? Odyssey, you don't have the hidden like, blade? You have, a, no, you you have like, a spear, you have, like, a spear tip instead that you can throw. Uh, Which the spear oh, tip is, is, is wicked badass. It's probably one of the, the best awesome. weapons in all it's the It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it is fucking awesome. Is it, like, tied but to it, a rope, it, or is it? Is it no. Like it's, it's, no, it's, it's, like, basically, like, a dagger that you have, but you can all throw right. it. Uh, but it's yeah. the tip of a spear. It's it's Achilles spear, I think, right? Also, those games used to be like yes. were historically accurate, and now it's like just bananas. They got you know, they <laughs> Atlantis is in it. <laughs> I mean, these yeah. games did not used to be historically accurate, Tim. I just want to clear up that no. myth misnomer. Well, like, right there. they at least like, try to get a little closer. No, <laughs> I mean, there's always been yeah, there's always bad. been like like precursor <laughs> race sci-fi Templar uh, conspiracy in the present sh- alien right. shenanigans right. through these games from the beginning. Fair, fair, fair. But yes, I feel like we've talked about Ubisoft and Far Cry 3 enough um, to ta- to begin our ranking conversation. Oh boy. Play like ranking this, music, Michael. turned into like half of the podcast. What, the Just ranking? Discussion, yeah, discussing the ranking. 
because it just takes so usually like 10 10 15 minutes see i feel like we, i feel like we shortened the overall podcast length but like to debate. the debate <laughs> remains <laughs> like a half hour as, as it should <laughs> as be as it should as be it yeah should exactly be. yeah so this game got an 88 uh, or 90, depending upon what console you're looking at, on Metacritic. So very highly regarded by critics at the time. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's like, as I said, this game feeds into my baser instincts. Um, really like it. There's like a ton you can do, but it gets repetitive. At the one at, at a certain point, you're like, I don't really want to do a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. after more. And it kind of gets samey. But um, I did... I, enjoyed the story kind of a little bit but i like the villains but i don't know if i really liked the story i liked the some of the characters in it definitely didn't like the main character yeah definitely we didn't even talk about the ending where you oh have to God, choose yeah or or like the wild sex that you have with a native with woman <laughs> yeah she's and, like yeah you can either slit your girlfriend's throat or you can and have did, sex did with any me. of you actually or, pick, uh kill your friends no no, but I did read the ending before the Maybe. podcast. Yeah, yeah I, I watched the YouTube. I watched the YouTube video. It's no, I think I just watched the video <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Well, even just compare it. So, like, yeah, I mean, the story is whatever. You're a guy on an island, and you got to save your friends. Blah blah blah. Like the improvisation, like I was saying before, like that's a strong gameplay element. Like the open world, it felt fresh. It felt more fresh in 2012 than it does now. So right. I feel like, yeah. you know, that's that's aged poorly or well depending on how much you you still like these games comparing it to far cry 4 i feel like i think far cry 4 gameplay wise is a better game like there's cool kind of tweaks that they make there but it also feels so much like just like a copy paste of this game too with just those little tweaks that like i give far cry 3 the nod over the two of them it's like okay you got a slightly different setting and a slightly different charismatic weird villain 100 percent agree with you there yeah, but like the gyrocopters are cool in four. I really like, Hell yeah. those. like those. Those are way are cooler sick. than yeah, anything yeah, yeah. in three. Those are um, very sick. Yeah, so like it's it's a fun game. Um, it has its flaws, but like I think it's it feels like a middle of the pack kind of game. Like you know, B B B minus game, something like that to me. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, I still like I I loved this game when it came out. Played it a bunch of times. Played played the Blood Dragon expansion afterwards. So like I I have a sweet spot for this game for sure. Tim, what are your thoughts? I mean, I definitely love this game. I think Voss is one of the most memorable memorable villains for me in like modern day open world games, at least. Um, and it it does. I think it still plays pretty well. I mean, I think it still plays pretty yeah. well. I do think, like, like I, I think Steve mentioned that the gameplay is a little bit tighter in 4, but I think also the encounters in 4 are better because I think that, and, and not necessarily the AI, but the way they lay out outposts and the way they construct, like, the level design is a lot more, like, they're giving you set paths that you can walk down, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, it's not, like, a set paths. It's, like, they're giving you options, and it's way more obvious in 4. And I think that's better to me. I think it's more. It, I don't know if it's obvious. It's just better designed so that you you see that there's the different paths you can go down the stealth path or the mm-hmm. the other path. It, and there's yeah, like just being able to there's play like multiple like ways. yeah. There's like because in this game, for sometimes there's like guys walking on paths that won't allow you to do the stealth method. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you're gonna fuck up something. But in the in four, it's like 
they're they've designed it so that you can do it stealth or you can do it another way. So I just think or that you're the, the and you just get attacked by a tiger. Right. The, <laughs> the the gameplay design I think is tighter in four. Um, I think that the vi- villain in in three is better, but I think the story might have a little bit better in three in in four. For me, it's yeah, it's not. They're both kind of stu- just, dumb. Yeah, you're just a guy who has to kill people, and that's. I really, I, I think know, it deserves like a. If we're talking a range of where it should go, around like forty to thirty spot, I think. Thirty to forty. Yeah, somewhere in that frame. Um, in between forty where, and thirty. That's where I was thinking. Yeah, actually, Six. that's that's also where, similarly oh, yeah. where I was thinking. Yeah, I think say, this game what do you is fine say, with Matt? that too. So I just, I mean, I, I kind of wish you guys played five. Like, I just thought the story uh, behind five was awesome. I was actually googling like, like the um, the ranking of Far Cry villains before the pod started, and Faith Seed, who's in fifth uh, Far Cry five, is actually like ranked over Voss. Voss is number two, but I just thought that whole yeah. story like, between the the drugs, the guns, kind of like the whole Waco angle is like really badass. Um, and obviously, yeah. because it's newer, like the the gameplay is so much more refined. It makes a lot more sense. And there's dogs. Um, right? I think. Yeah, Not I think Tim played five. Oh yeah, can we just talk about Tim... this game had way too many dogs we had to kill. Yes. I, yeah, I just I want to like make that. sure we know that. Tim, Tim, <laughs> you shouldn't play The Last of Us Part Two then. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Oh god, the lad, don't get me started on that shit. <laughs> My dog. <laughs> um, but I still stand what I say. But too many dog killings. Yep. I, s- I still stand what I say. Got it. Um. Yeah, I mean, you Tim, didn't you play five? I, I started to, and uh, I don't know, just shit just happened, and I stopped playing. I got a few hours in. Um, I really got a, was excited when that one was like the build up to it because <laughs> anything cults, I'm all in. Like anything yeah, cult right. related, I'm fucking <laughs> including cults. I mean, if I can find the right one, we'll see. I'm shopping around, <laughs> shopping around. Hey, listeners, someone's got to sell me. Right in. Give me your cult recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best cult you got? Um, yeah, I mean, I think this game is... Uh, for me, I had more fun playing this game than Assassin's Creed 4. I think that Assassin's Creed 4 has... Um, uh, it's very. It's got a lot of diversity in gameplay. I do like playing as an assassin that jumps from rooftop to rooftop. Uh, the, the story was also nonsensical, although probably a little bit more entertaining in some regards because of how nonsensical it was Wait, for, what game? Um, for sure assassin's creed 4 oh, okay. black flag the uh, pirate one yeah black flag but i think oh, like right. yeah, just yeah, yeah. like the the like level design of and the environmental design of 4 the gunplay the overall gameplay is just funner in far cry 3 for me at least yeah. i feel like depending with the black flag comparison like if you're comparing black flag to every other assassin's creed game it's like not very good at what it does it's like not a good stealth game not that the other ones before it were either but like it's a really cool pirate like simulator game and like everything the sailing was the best in that game exactly yeah yeah. like i feel like that that works really well in that game but far cry 3 like kind of nails what it sets out to do like Mm -hmm. it want if you want to stealth like even if yeah sometimes the enemy paths don't let you stealth the way you want to you can do that you can go in guns blazing it allows you to explore in like a first person shooter format in a very seamless way so that it's like oh i'm in an open world game but i'm also playing a shooter and like 
all the rules of both kind of apply and it makes sense um i just it has a good villain like yeah the one thing i really like about far cry in particular is and i love when games do this when they give you a number of different tools to accomplish a goal so it's not just that you can go in guns of blazing and or stealth, right. but you also have a number of different weapons you can use to set up different things. You could put lay down landmines or throw uh, remote remote grenades or just grenades. You can um, come in from a number of different ways using a number of different tools to get to your objective and do your thing. Right. And I love it when games do that. There's no like one set path for you to do, but it's up to your creativity in order to, to solve this puzzle. Right. You can like uh, go into a base and be like, okay, I'm going to shoot like a silent arrow into like this animal cage and release this tiger, which will cause a commotion in one part of the base. And then I'm going to stealth in, kill a bunch of guys and then set up some explosives and blow up like the other guys while they're dealing with the tigers. And you can kind of just like, play with it from there mm-hmm. and then like right. reinforcements will come in and then oh shit i've been attacked by a snake and then oh my god i'm out of ammo i gotta run over here and now the forest is on fire and i have to run over here and that's like a typical far cry experience right there it's just like i will say your plan is falling I, apart everything's on fire and you gotta run i forgot that in three towards the end of the game for me the op weapon wasn't the grenade launcher it was me having a ridiculous sniper rifle and every outpost i just drove up to a hill next to it and just picked everybody off one by one yeah including I, all of the alarms certainly would do that a lot just get like a silent sniper rifle and yeah then, yeah between that and then a couple of uh, flame arrows just make quick it's work fun. of the place you know i mean it's fun it's fun I, yeah i just there like was it actually, i like it better it than came to a point especially in the second island like none of them none of the bases were a problem because like they all had high perches like nearby and you could just yeah do that right <laughs> So is this an argument for Far Cry 3 to go above Black Flag? Is that yes? Is that what that is? Yes. Is it? Yes. Are you arguing between, for it to go right above Black Flag? Yeah. Yeah. It's not better than isolation. I think like, I just say that. Yeah. Out loud. Alien Isolation feels like a masterpiece compared to this game. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Yes, it does. <clears throat> this is a very. This is a very fun game. Thirty-two. It is. Piece of art. <laughs> oh. Also, I, I think that we... Alien Isolation just like it. It's distills the the essence of what an alien movie is into a video game the way no other I need to play that video again. game really does what's I need that to play that again I, I i played it ages ago when uh i mean it's it's knock is that it's it's too long but it's what like for the first like eight hours of that game it's just like oh it's moi it's so <laughs> good i like wish it's like you're swimming in a- the alien franchise um so 30 are 32, we okay with putting at 32? 32 it is. I like That's, 30. I like 32. This yeah. this range of like 32 to like 46ish is always like such a like a weird range to me. Like there's like the stuff on there I love and stuff on there I'm like what the fuck. You know what I mean like Oregon Trail. Um <laughs> You know, we always have. We always uh, not, get a, back not an that, appreciator that, of history. I see. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, because I'm it's, about to I, listen. I'm about to defend Dishonored in that in that category. So, you know. Well, no Dishonored got moved here. up to 24. It's living large now. I got it out of that range <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean, Hotline Miami, um, Papers Please. Like, do those things like really belong in that range? I guess. Like, I'll take your word for it. Like, Contra is a classic for me. Like, I kind of had this game like at 38 ish, but then 32 is great. Well, yeah. don't worry. In a year, we'll have a great re-rank. <laughs> Another one. 
Um, are we okay with it at 32? Do you want to move it lower, uh, Matt? Do you have an argument for moving it lower? No, 32 is fine. Okay. Cool. So we have a new number 32 on our endless list. Two back-to-back Ubisoft games yeah. on the list at 31 and 32, or 32 and th- 33. Um, there is number 32 is now Far Cry 3. Our 129th entry on the endless list of video games. And what are we doing next week? Does anybody know what we're doing next week? Not a clue. Is it a movie? It's a movie week. Oh, oh my god. Fuck. It's I, finally arrived. Uh, I know what movie do, we gotta watch. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what movie we're watching? I think so. Is it the, ang- is it the Angry Birds movie? We're watching the Angry Birds movie for the podcast. Death to pigs. <laughs> Long live the birds. I'm sure it has an all-star Tune cast, though. <laughs> Tune in next week. It does. It does. Yeah, sure, yeah. They it all does. looked it up. They all have two lines each, probably. I bet Christopher Mintz Plassey's in there. <laughs> um, I don't Do know. Do you think he tortures one of the uh, birds? Probably. Probably. With all right. Well, we'll see you next week. I want to thank you, Steve. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Mike. And thank you, Tim. GG. Go play some fucking video games. Absolutely. GG is a good sign-off. Good, good job, Tim. <laughs>